BFM recording inside Canal Street Radio. So today we have a special guest. We're starting our Pride Month episodes. And I'm like, we've been trying to get you for a minute, but I'm actually glad that it didn't happen yeah, before because this now. is like the perfect timing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn, I remember I was supposed to do this. I'm like, but everything happens. Everything happens for a reason. I know. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. So we have Alex here. And you can do your little bio. Hey, guys. Sure, a little synopsis. I'm Alex. <laughs> Alejandro on Instagram. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just here to catch up with you guys. I feel like I haven't had a chance to really speak in an intimate room with women yeah. in a right. long time. So I'm yeah. super excited to just kind of shoot the shit with y'all. Yay. Thank you for doing it. I know. Thank you for being here. Um, the last time we saw you was probably a few months ago at the Straight to Feed event, right? Yeah, that was yeah. that was a while. That was winter, right? Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, I think that was around the winter we had on, time. Like, coats. Yeah, we yeah. did have coats. <laughs> we did. Yeah. <laughs> I think we were all in the elevator, and I was like, "You're Lisa's friend." I know. I was like, I think that's Alex. <laughs> yes, I do remember that. And I was, I was so tired. I went to bed at like 3 a.m. that morning. I was like, "Alex, you gotta be a person. Like, be a human. Be in the be, I know be you were like, "Hey." Yeah. <laughs> I got there. Yeah. <laughs> you did good. Thank yeah. you. Did you guys better than that? I would have did, even with energy. Well, we actually were supposed to come record here and then yeah. go to the event but um something happened with the scheduling so we just headed straight yeah. to the event that day yeah which worked out but, like was better i remember they kept calling it like a panel i'm like i kind of don't want to call it that because i feel like panels you're always talking at people yeah mm-hmm. well, let's call it a conversation so everyone can um engage yeah, yeah. so i tried my best to make it a conversation and not feel like we were talking at people, but we yeah. were talking with them. Right, yeah. yeah. No, and it turned out really good. It did. Yeah, I agree. Everyone mm-hmm. actually engaged and spoke. Yeah, they asked yeah. questions, and they were very involved. Yeah. yeah, which was nice. Yeah. Okay, so why don't you, because I know, um, I mean, maybe from your past history, but do you work at Complex still? No. No, okay, because that was a while ago? <laughs> yeah. Like, nah. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> um, I was at Complex for, like, eight months. Okay. Uh, I was working in the brand partnership studio. I was a senior creative strategist. It was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been working at agencies since I left grad school. And my last agency, which was super cool, laundry service, I was working on LG Global. Oh, they yeah, had I like, know laundry service. Yeah, they yeah. had like a turnover. And I was just like, all right, this opportunity came about, complex. It's like something you fantasize about. Like, yeah. Oh, this yeah. is going to be so cool. Mm-hmm. I had a good time, but it wasn't the right fit. Mm-hmm. So now I'm at TikTok, which is cool. Yeah. I'm doing their music and content strategy. Oh, that's and nice. And it more so aligns with me because I'm like a tech nerd. Yeah. So it's a tech company, but it's still very relevant, still on brand, a lot of trends happening on that platform, working with a lot of cool brands. Okay. So, oh, dope. I think that's I found. Cool the right home yeah that's good to hear yeah and that's nice yeah so how long have you really how long have you been there four weeks four oh. weeks wow so <laughs> yeah nah I brand, left. brand like new. new I left complex the before Easter weekend okay and I took like three weeks off because it wasn't planned like I went into work like a regular day like I didn't yeah. think I was gonna leave yeah and I'm the type of person like I guess it's impulsive but I'm very intuitive and I knew for a while that I wasn't in the right relationship. It's a great place, great people, but it just wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. So literally at lunch, I just closed my laptop and I was like, yeah, I got to go. And everyone's like, oh, like you're not feeling well? No, I, I mean, I got to leave this job. Oh my God. <laughs> and everyone thought I was bugging. I'm like, I'm not mad. I'm not yeah. bugging. It's just like a feeling. And I didn't have right. a job lined up either. Like I was just like, just I'll figure like, it out. Yeah. And I went I home this. and cried. <laughs> nah, I was so happy. I went to my best friend's job, like, all giggly. Uh-huh. And she's like, did you see a therapist? I'm like, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> like, I was, that's the happiest I've been because I did something that I wanted to do. That's yeah. good. So, okay. Shout out Shit, to that you. That says a job. lot, though. I'm like, a lot of people wouldn't do that. Like, yeah, everyone would was like, do you have something lined up? Like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't leave a job until you have a job. I'm like, where are these, like, rules? Like, right. where do they exist? It's just fear. Yeah, that's what it is. And I was, I mean, I was scared. Mm-hmm. Naturally. And then the next week, I got, like, a, a soft offer. And I'm like, wait, what? And they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, like, we want you to come in again. I'm like, damn, I'm not going to depend on this. I'm still going to, like, apply to jobs. Mm-hmm. Even when they sent me the offer letter, I was like, damn, I'm not going to depend on this. My mom's like, Alex, this happens to no one. I don't know how you keep doing this, but you have a job. Right, yeah. That is a job offer. I was like, oh, shit, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I did that. <laughs> 
that's dope. Yeah. Thanks. Congrats. I know. Thank you. Um, so what do you? What else do you do there? So. I'm, so, do you know the app TikTok? No. no. It's like this new video app all the kids are using, Old Town Road, but oh. Old Town Road by Lil Nas X. I can't keep up with right? that. It premiered on there. Uh, okay. Do you, yes, you know it now? I, yeah. Yeah. So our, it's fairly new. It started in China. It's under one of like the top four tech companies in the world. Mm-hmm. So Asia and America, um, the way we use our internet is separated. So Instagram, Facebook, WhatsApp, all the shit we love does not exist there. Mm-hmm. They have a whole completely different social ecosystem. So one of their top performing social media apps migrated to America, and it's called TikTok. Okay. So they have a bunch of users, more users than Instagram. And a wow. lot of people, the people that mostly know about it are from the ages of like 13 and 18. Oh, wow. So a lot of artists are okay. now partnering with TikTok to get their music on there because everyone wants to talk to Gen Z. Yeah. So now I come in, I'm like, oh, y'all ever heard of YG? We got to get YG right. on Right. <laughs> That's our favorite. I love I YG. I love YG. I'm like, y'all ever heard of Blueface? You got to get Blueface on this platform. So it's, like right. it's easy to go straight to like mainstream artists. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I was just intrigued by... First of all, they have a lot of money, so it's like this, we can do a lot of projects. And I was intrigued by the fact that music is a large aspect of the concept that they're creating. And also, the people on the platform are super creative. On Instagram, it's like, you're either an influencer or you're not, or you're like kind of in, yeah. be- in between. You either mm-hmm. don't care or you're just like posting pictures of like your kids. Mm-hmm. So, but there, that's everyone's like... That's like the new like, Facebook. Yeah, yeah. That's what the... Literally, that's what the um, influencers on TikTok say. They're like, everyone on Instagram's old. And I'm like, <laughs> damn. <laughs> I still use that <laughs> Right, me too. I'm like, excuse me? I still First like it. All, right. I'm like, I'm not that old. I'm 28, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool. Like, I go into work every day. I'm just like, I feel like I'm in a social experiment. I'm like, all right. Like, I'm trying to make something cool for, mm-hmm. like, the masses. Yeah. It's fun. That is fun. That's good, especially to be so young. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't have a job that they, like, love yet. Yeah. Yeah, and I tell people, like, what'd you go to school for? I'm like, advertising. Like, what are you working? I'm like, advertising. They're like, so who does that? <laughs> who goes to, <laughs> yeah, who like, works to what they went to yeah. school for? That's hard. It is hard. Mm-hmm. It's not, I don't know if it's what I'm passionate about, but it's, like, what I like, well, what yeah. I'm most passionate about, but it's what I like to do. And it allows me to add bits and pieces of the shit that I do on the side to mm-hmm. my job. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Good for you. Thanks. So I want to get into yeah this <laughs> nylon photo shoot you did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, that was cool. I'm actually going to a nylon pride party after this. That's why I was like, I have a hard stop, but not really because yeah. who has a hard stop in New York? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, I, I saw it's like a festival like this whole weekend. Yeah, there's, reading for, there's so many Mo- things. Mobifest? Mobifest, yeah. Mobi- so okay. Mobifest is a different initiative that teamed up with Nylon. Mm-hmm. Um, they mostly highlight black gay men. I mean, men, period, are always highlighted for pride, gay men, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Hate it. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's like, we can go in there later. We can go yeah. in there. But um, one of my friends, he was like posting about the casting and saying like, looking for like people in the LGBTQ plus community. Um, and I hit him up. I'm like, damn, hopefully like, you guys have some women yeah. and he's like oh I meant to hit you up like yeah we need more representation of like black queer women like please can you do this and that's when I was off because I had a three week grace period between jobs I'm like mm-hmm. I mean yeah if it's during this time or it fits my schedule sure so they hit me back and I went in I actually went in really blind uh, that's what I mostly do all the time <laughs> <laughs> just float and I was like okay I got a haircut wore all black and I was like whatever happens like this is the base foundation y'all gonna get right and it was nice because I kind of just got to find comfort in the, all the clothes and the pics that they had. They wanted us to show what we like found pride in. I'm like, well, my pride comes from my femininity. And a lot of people, because I'm, in a sense, to those who think masculine presenting, which I mostly think I'm feminine presenting, but it depends on who you are, they take away from my feminine narrative. Mm-hmm. So I take pride in it because I'm a very feminine woman and I like to speak to that, I like to show it, I like to exhibit my femininity to my partners and my friends. So they allowed me to bring that 
out through the photo shoot, but also they allowed me to show my confidence in who I am as a person. Yeah. So that was my favorite pick, and I'm glad they used that photo because it kind of showed like all the different levels of what I feel the most powerful about my yeah. blackness, my femininity, me being a woman, like finding confidence at such an old age. Because when I was younger, I didn't have that. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh yeah, this is cool. Yeah, I saw two pictures. Yeah. I think you posted two. They, I thought they were so dope. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. one was really soft, and yeah. one was really like bold. One, the headshot, of course. Yeah. That was a dope one. <laughs> that was the that was like the bold one, like queer villain. Yeah. And the other <laughs> queer villain. The other one was very so soft. And I feel like both are me. Yeah. But you have to, like, it's not, I wouldn't say many faces, but you have to bring out certain parts of your character in certain areas of your life. Yeah. And sometimes it's easy for me to be soft, and sometimes it's easier for me to be more bold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I enjoyed it. Like, I was like, damn, you really caught me. And we were playing with, like, frills, and I wore all black, of course. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wore all black, and I put all black on top of my all black. <laughs> so like, yeah, I feel like every time I've seen you, you were all black. Yeah. I think at the sneaker event, that was the only I, time I saw you in color. Yeah, I only were yellow. <laughs> Like, uh, and yeah, and also black and yellow. Black and yellow. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> or like a navy blue. Yeah. Which is just like dark colors. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that's why people, maybe some some people have like a misconception and think that you are more masculine because you um, wear mostly all black? Or like you're very maybe. into like the streetwear? Like, yeah, know. I mean, if you think about it too, because like I can tie it to my personality. Like growing up, I never really, I hated getting dressed. Like that was the worst part of my day. Like when you're in, especially in like the black community on Sundays, your parents waking you up, you got to go to church. I'm like, yeah. it's not that I don't, fine, I'll go to church with you, whatever. The fact that you got me in stockings, weird shoes, a dress, I'm itching, I hate this. And, yeah. like, and I grew, a tool dress. Right? And like I grew up, like, regardless of me even getting dressed like for myself, no longer wearing like tool dresses and probably putting on slacks and a button up or skirt. I'm like, I hate this. I just wanna be comfortable. comfortable. Yeah. And once I found like my niche and like comfort later on in high school, I like stuck with it. Mm-hmm. And I'm even like that at work, like most of my friends work in the creative industry. Some, like my best friend, she works in finance. And like she'll see me, she's like, so you wear basketball shorts to work. I'm going to be wearing basketball shorts to work for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I had I one I corporate job at Citibank. <laughs> Shit, I still do it. Right? I had one corporate job at Citigroup. I interviewed there in a white tee, jeans, and Stan Smiths. I'm like, they're not going to hire me, but they need to know that this is what I'm going to wear. Right. And they hired me. So I would go to work, and my mom would be like, you have to get work clothes. No. I have clothes at home, a lot of them, and right. I'm going to wear my clothes to work. And if they have a problem with that, like, I would hope that they would fire me because I'm not the person for them. Right. Mm-hmm. That but makes they didn't, sense. But I left because I was like, this place is <laughs> sus. <laughs> like, but I was gone. <laughs> yeah, but I was gone. Yeah. But, yeah, I think so. And I, I think it's misconstrued, even for women, like, sh- straight women who are in love with the streetwear culture. Mm-hmm. I have so many straight women tell me, like, I get hit on all the time, or, like, men are scared to talk to me because they always tell me that I'm gay, or, like, and it's, like, why I've does... I've gotten that all the time. Yeah, and it's, like, or... It's like some men are fascinated by it, but they also are telling you that there's two parts to your sexuality. And I don't think that just because the way you dress should match with how you identify sexually. It's, mm-hmm. It just has Absolutely. everything to do with your comfort. So for like my, most women I date are very feminine just because they present themselves, present themselves to be very feminine. But half of the time, I'm more feminine than them. Mm. It's like, okay, you're the big spoon. I'm the little spoon. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think because it's like everybody's idea, well, not everybody, but like society's idea of being feminine, you think about it, it's like, oh, like a dress being like right. super sexy. Or and just like overly sexualized yeah. and just like pouring out like sex. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the time. This like, is me 24-7, oversized hoodies, sweatpants, right, sneakers. Yeah. And like I'll meet people and I I love hoodies and I'll mm-hmm. meet people, they come me over too. and they're like, let me borrow one of your hoodies. So that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know you don't see any value in a hoodie, but like, that's no, majority of my yeah, closet. So right. you take like a bed shirt. Like, I don't know, like, <laughs> you have the bed shirt drawer, like, you can go over there. Mm-hmm. Don't touch my hoodies. <laughs> no. That's my collection. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same way with my hoodies. Yeah. I work in I work in fashion and with a few designers and we have this designer that just came in and they had a hoodie and they were like, oh, this feels so nice. And I'm like, nah, this is trash. right yeah and i'm like no yeah like i am a hoodie expert like i need to feel the fabric like i don't think yeah yeah i'll spend bread on the quality of a shirt nothing could be on it so i'm like that's just a black shirt to you that's just a black shirt that's the best black shirt i ever purchased (laughs) (laughs) there's this one brand essentials their stuff is so nice and soft 
Hell yeah. <laughs> fucking sweatpants are like two fifty dollars. I'm gonna look into that. I'm like, but yo. like soft sweatpants, like you just you sitting there like I feel so good about myself. Yeah. Those are the ones that fucking fitting. shrink though. Yeah. Let me just tell you. I don't wash majority like I'll if I do wash my pants, I'm my roommates are just like Alex, I'll hang my clothes throughout the whole house. Mm. I'm not putting in the dryer because <laughs> See that's my problem. I yeah. put everything in the dryer. Oh I don't no. put I don't put most of my I stuff know, in the I dryer. Fuck up, like, I, fuck I cold up so wash. Many yeah, I'll, I, I'll wash and I just hang it everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, my clothes are my ass everywhere. Like, I'm like, I'm probably like the terrible person to ask to do laundry because I fucked up so many of like, my boyfriend <laughs> stuff. I like shrunk it. Oh, I hell changed no. the colors. Like, I don't oh like that. I just don't stuff. I'm like, shit. mom, how long have you been alive and you still can't like do laundry? Yeah. <laughs> I'll leave like one thing there and I have to call her, don't. Don't wash it. Don't touch it. Just, just leave it. I just get so lazy. I'm like, yeah, it's too many clothes. Well, it's just, <laughs> all going together. I'm like, fuck this. I don't Putting have time. Putting the white t-shirts. <laughs> and oh, no. Good uh, my t-shirts are like yellow. <laughs> I'll pick something up. I'm like, she's like, it still fits you. Like, that'll still fit. It was oversized. <laughs> it was oversized. I didn't want it to fit <laughs> Now me. it's fitting. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I also saw you did, well, it was like an interview, the girls' The girls' room? room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like a, a full, it was a full-blown interview. I just saw what you posted. It was like the comment. Oh, yes. I was, um, Valentina hit me up and she was like, hey, the girls' room, they're doing stuff for Pride. And it was free range. And I feel like a lot of times people assume a lot of people in the queer community to have, like, the same kind of stories in the sense mm-hmm. like there was a point in your life where you had to come out there's a point in your life where you had this like brand yeah. relationship there's a point in your life when you like explored sex and like for me nothing was ever that serious to me nothing's ever that serious that's just my <laughs> attitude ever, period but when I was growing up I didn't really care about that like I'm still the same type of person like I just yeah. want to have mad fun all the time I want to like learn new weird shit I want to hang out with my friends I want to eat great food I want to travel like I don't want to like focus on what people don't understand or fixing things that I can't not fix. There's so right. many problems in the world and I'm already a very emotional person so if I sit here and try to figure all that shit out, I'm going to be stressed out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when she hit me up, she's like, and we want to feature you and it's like, I just had free range to tell a story mm-hmm. or just like and people always ask like, are you single? Or are you not single? And I don't think any of that should attach to my story. Right. Mm-hmm. So I just decided to write about how I first came about my sexuality and it wasn't like me coming out it was more so like I was always around women yeah and it's not I don't think that shape that defined my sexuality but it helped me kind of understand from a young age like who I was I was five years old like staring at the girl across the street not because like oh my gosh I want to kiss you in the mouth but I thought she was just like so cool yeah mm-hmm. or like admiring the teenagers on my block skateboarding to school only woman. I didn't see the dirty boys. Like all the dirty boys. <laughs> dirty boys. <laughs> dirty boys. Like, when we were younger, boys are mad dirty. I'm like, oh yeah, that's yeah. a fact. They were so dirty. Gross. Like ketchup stains on their shirts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Buggies running all Buggies. down. <laughs> like, I never saw that. I always just saw women, and like I was raised by women. My mom only has sisters. I only have a sister. And it was just like, I always just idolized the power in women. It's like a born feminist. Mm -hmm. And as I got older, to me, I didn't like try to define the things that I knew. Like I knew that I liked girls from a very young age, like single numbers. Mm -hmm. And I didn't act on it. And when I was probably figured out like, oh yeah, like, hey, I'm a lesbian. I didn't like announce it. I didn't tell my family and friends. I just kind of came to terms with it myself. And when I got in my first relationship, I got in my first relationship. Like, I had a boyfriend. I didn't realize I had a boyfriend, but I had a boyfriend in high school. <laughs> and then he told me he was my boyfriend. But we were, like, best friends. So I'm uh-huh. like, okay, I guess that's what it is. He was yeah. super cool. And I remember, like, one time he came over and we were sitting on the couch. And he tried to kiss me. I was like, what are you doing? Like, we're watching <laughs> so TV. I'm your boyfriend. <laughs> and that's his what thing. Like, he was so confused. Oh and I remember the first time I ever got wine drunk, because wine drunk sucks. And I called him. Yeah, like, I thought I was going to die. Like, I hated it. I called him. I was drunk. He's like, do you want me to come over? I'm like, no, I'm calling you because I don't feel well. Why do you keep asking me that? Like, you're not coming to my house. It's just, like, so important. <laughs> like, like, what yo. is wrong with you? I come to your house. We hang out in my car. You go home. This is what it is. <laughs> This is our relationship. This is our relationship. These are our roles. <laughs> These are our roles. Like, what are you trying to do? So I broke up with him when I got my first girlfriend. I'm like, oh, I don't know what this is. Like, what I'm bugging out here. This girl, mad cute. This is my girlfriend. Like, this is what I'm doing. Like, you can either take it or leave it, but I'm out of here. And that that was it. Like, it was. I remember putting her in my icon, and my cousin was like, who? Because she knew all my friends. She's like, who the fuck is that? I'm like, oh. 
like, that's my girlfriend. And she's like, oh, okay. And I remember two nights later, I called her crying. She's like, why are you crying? I'm like, you didn't even ask me about her. Like, you didn't even ask me, like, when did I become gay? She's like, bitch, you've been gay. <laughs> <laughs> We knew, you didn't know. Like, you've been gay, you've been gay. She's like, and you dragging that poor boy along, you've been gay. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you're right. That's a funny yeah. comment. That is actually really funny, very unexpected. I'm like, right. I'm like, and I never told, I'm like, and I was like, hey, mom, like, it's me, I'm a lesbian. Because uh-huh. she, like, my mom knows me so well. My mom's never actually met a guy in my life. Mm-hmm. I bought this kid home once. I was like, this is my boyfriend. I was like, She's like, girl, bye. Yeah. She's like, okay. I was at Sweet 16 with the woman. Ma, this is my boyfriend. She's like, okay, Alex. Like, never asked about them ever again. Never tight. Nice to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you. Probably because you were young, too, and she's like, I know she's still, like, figuring out herself. Mm -hmm. I bought my first, not my first girlfriend, my first serious relationship. That was a tough one for her because it was, like, serious, but we never talked about it. Mm -hmm. And I bought her around, and I remember, like, I never said, hey, mom, this is my girlfriend. I was like... She's just gonna be around all the time. You know who she is. You know yeah. what it is. And then we broke up. I called her, and I don't like. I I used to cry a lot when I was younger. So as an adult, I'm like, bitch, there's no need to cry. Like, <laughs> stomach it and keep it pushing. I called her crying. She was getting mad. Like, I don't really know. Like, you're not talking. Like, do you have all your limbs? Like, do you have a house over your head? Like, what's good with you? And I'm just crying. I was like, nothing. Forget it. Hung up. Next night, called her crying again. She's like, all right, I'm coming to Brooklyn because now you're pissing me off. So she drives to Brooklyn. We go to um. Habana Outpost in Clinton Hill. And we're eating. I'm eating my burrito and I put it down and I start crying again. She's like, oh, so y'all broke up. I was like, who did I break up with? You don't even know I'm in a relationship. Like, I'm just like, You don't even acknowledge her. You don't her. even acknowledge her. You didn't ask me. Like, just crying to be tight. She's like, what? I took you guys out to dinner. You thought I was just taking you and your friends out to dinner? Right. She's like, I knew. And she's like, it's fine. If someone... She's like, what? Is she straight? Like, is that... That's how people break up? I'm like... <laughs> I was just like, she's no mom. Like, like regular people. Like, we had yeah. a real breakup. She's yeah. not just all of a sudden straight. Like, how do how do gay people how do gay people break up? <laughs> like, it's just so like, different. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. what? So then I stopped crying, and I'm like, all right. It's sometimes like when I think back, I'm like, you think your parents don't know certain things about you, but then you're like, damn, my mom gave birth to me. She knows every yeah, single thing right. about me before I even know. Right. Like I'll be like I quit my job a few years back and didn't tell her. Now, the other day, I was like, Mom, you didn't know, but, like, I was unemployed for, like, six months. So she's like, bitch, I knew. <laughs> like, I called you all the time asking, you sure you're okay? Because I knew you were not working. <laughs> I'm like, how did you know well, that? shit. <laughs> like, yeah. how did you know that? Like, you probably your mom's defense. Right? <laughs> like, right? Ugh. No, she's a, she's a psychologist, so she just probably be reading uh, my brain. Yeah. I'm yeah. sitting here, and she's like, girl, I know everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, every little thing you say, she's like, yep, that's it right there. I already know. Yeah. It's so annoying. She's like, you ain't got to tell me. Right. <laughs> Have you ever had conversations with your mom, like, in depth, just about maybe, like, coming out or anything like that? Or just, it's just kind of like... My mom's Jamaican. <laughs> <laughs> my family is, too, so I'm like, yeah. I already know. My mom is... So, like, what I wrote in the girls' room, when I was younger, I didn't understand a lot about my culture. Yeah. A lot of it kind of, for lack of a better word, annoyed me. Um, I felt like my aunts and my mom were very mean. I felt like grandma was like, we all loved her because she was so strong and like she carried the world on her back, but I also thought she was very mean. I idolized my uncle because he was super soft. We're both Virgos, his birthday's two days before mine. Not reserved, but kind of stood back and paid attention. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot about me that he knew as well from a young age because he paid a lot of attention to me. But what used to make me upset was my mom was very reactive and I didn't think she was paying attention. So a lot of, and I think a lot of just talking to my friends who also have like Caribbean parents or even black American parents, sometimes it's hard, <clears throat> especially our generation because we've done so much at a young age, our parents literally treat us like trophies. Yeah. So it's hard to kind of tarnish their trophies. You tell mm-hmm. them something that they didn't expect or throw them for a loop, you're tarnishing their trophy. So I never was like, oh, my mom's gonna hate me. It's just like, I really don't wanna like make her think the world's harder for me or have like, make her have a different view of me. I like, I see how much she, my mom's obsessed with me and I'm like, oh, I see how much, and not that she'd love me less, but mm-hmm. I don't wanna make it 
harder for her to go to sleep because yeah. she thinks I like tarnished the idea of like me being okay and having an okay life and like her idea of what success you staying like. safe yeah. yeah so it's it's it was harder when I was younger because I for me I masked that with like she's, my mom doesn't understand like mm. it's gonna be hard she knows when she's ignoring it she doesn't accept it and as an adult I'm like she loves me in so many ways when Cynthia, what's her name Cynthia Nixon was running mm-hmm. and she had these shirts that had like the pride colors on it she came to my apartment and was like, hey, give this to Corey, he's my best friend, he's also queer. And she's like, give this to Corey. And it's like, in small ways, she shows like, I love you and I accept you, but it's mm-hmm. also a two-way street. Yeah. If you don't come to me willing to open up, it's hard for me to approach you. So that's what yeah. I'm working on, being more approachable with many people in my life, including her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause like, I'm 28 and my mom, like, we talked about a breakup when I was 24, but there's a lot about, it's hard for your parents to not know about your love life. Oh yeah. So it's like, oh, you want to talk shit like, oh, mom, like, can you help me? What's wrong with me? Why yeah. can't I date this girl? Yeah. And she'd tell you, because you don't like her. And I'm going to tell you why you don't like her. <laughs> yeah. Like, my mom knows me better than anyone, so that would help. But it's more so with me. And it's more so with the idea of how your fam- my family used to talk about, like, the gay community in such a way that I didn't understand when I was younger because it's Jamaican. Yeah. But it was more so because it was a lack of education. But now it's a different time, and even what I, how I see my mom educating herself, like the communities that she surrounds herself in, it's me letting go of like what I used to see for them mm-hmm. instead of seeing how far they've come. Yeah. So it's a two-way relationship. Yeah, I think that's so dope though that your mom is so accepting, you yeah. know, and like has never like give you a hard time. Cause I feel like it's very like you don't really hear that too often. Yeah, I used right. to be wild and like I knew the reason why I, I don't t- I t- I used to take a lot of credit away from her because when I lived in her house. I had so many best friends. Hey, Ma, that's my best friend. <laughs> She's sleeping over that's my best friend. I'm like, I got to move out. I can't be 23 with a new best friend. With a new best friend. Right. <laughs> Your mom's like, all right, what's going on? Have a pajama party. <laughs> Come on. And she used to, she used to get tired. I'm like, oh, she doesn't understand me. I'm like, no, girl, you're wild. And I'm yeah. like, if you were straight, you couldn't be bringing boys in here with right. best friends every night. Yeah. So right. My mom is still like that. Yeah. Are you married? Yeah. But it's like, also... I don't know, our parents come from a, ge- a different generation and like I'm not going to even sit here and try to ask you to bend your rules or beliefs. So like if you think I shouldn't be doing things until marriage, that's fine, but in my house, I do whatever the fuck I want before marriage and that's right. fine, but in your house, I got to respect that. Mm-hmm. Right. So Yeah. It's cool. Absolutely. You had said this quote, I wrote it down so I say it properly. <laughs> <laughs> it was the one that you did with the girls room and you um you said in Jamaican culture, women are synonymous to warriors. My aunts, my mom, my sister were warriors to me. I always knew I'd marry a warrior. I thought that was so dope. Thank you. Like how you just ended it. I wrote I that in the bathroom at work. <laughs> <laughs> Did it just like come into your head? <laughs> like I thought it was so dope. She's like, yeah, I just wrote it in the bathroom. <laughs> Thank you. I was like, I was like, damn, I can't let her down. I gotta send this. I gotta send this now. I gotta send this now. And I, I literally was like, I had a. So the best thing that ever happened to me at Complex, there was a security guard downstairs. <laughs> and I don't remember his name. I'm going to have to go back there and get his name because he was so intelligent. And I was waiting for a cab to go back to Brooklyn. So I was waiting for a while. And he asked me where I was from. And I usually get like people who think I'm like African or they know that I'm Jamaican. And he asked me if I was Jamaican. I was like, yeah, how'd you know? He's talking about Jamaican women. And we just got into... Um, this narrative of a lot of Jamaican women had like a really rough upbringing. They had to be, they were super strong. They didn't get a lot of like vulnerability in their families. They weren't allowed to be soft. And also like a lot of Jamaican, Jamaican women are synonymous to warriors because different, there were different tribes in Jamaica that correlated with the color of your skin. So the darker your skin, the more like, I guess masculine you had to be. So he, so he was telling me that there was a book, and I looked up the book, and it was talking about Jamaican warriors, and every Jamaican warrior was symbolic to a woman. So now, like, when I told you I used to think my aunts were so mean, or, like, my yeah. grandmother was, mm-hmm. like, mean and things, or they were too rough, and they weren't, yeah. like, nice, and, like, me just crying, you're not nice all the time. <laughs> like, that was me. Everyone was not nice. <laughs> it was more so, like, they didn't have the opportunities that they couldn't run around crying and saying right. someone wasn't nice. They wouldn't have their two front teeth in their mouth. <laughs> so, so for me, it's, like, damn, like, growing up and just, like, my mom raised me by herself. My dad died when I was nine. It was just my mom. Raising me, putting up on my shit, crying, screaming, wanting more, being a spoiled ass brat. And it's like, damn, that's so fire because all my aunts worked the hardest, my mom worked the hardest, my grandmother raised seven women and one boy on her own. Like, 
husband died when she was younger. So I'm like, I just hope that outside of all the things, like, because we all have a privilege in our generation. Right. Like, we had so many privileges that they didn't have, and outside of my privilege that I'm still seen as that. Mm-hmm. And, like, I want that. I always wanted that. I idolized that. Like, I want to look over and see, like, my strong wife, and, like, we're both just two strong, confident women. And, like, I always knew that. Yeah. I mm-hmm. always, like, damn, like, I'm going to marry some mean, strong bitches, <laughs> like my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I knew that when I was younger. I'm like, I'm definitely going to marry a woman like my mom. Because I was also obsessed with her, too. Like, mm-hmm. when I met my stepdad, for me to accept him, I had to make him my best friend. Yeah. So when I met him when I was in sixth grade, I'm like, you think you're taking my best friend? <laughs> yeah. Like, you think you're going to hang out with my mom? So I'm right. like, all right, so now we're all going to be best friends. Every time they went out, I I'm was going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> Every picture with them. And my mom oh, tells I me can't. all the time. She's just like, you would not let me go on a date. What was I going to do? Hang out at home by myself? No. Right. You get married, I'm getting married. That's your best friend. That's What's my the best age difference between you and your sister? Um, my sister's mad old. She's like, <laughs> she's like, oh, damn, I hope she doesn't hear this. She's like, um, she's eight years older than me. Oh, okay. That's a big difference. Math. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's, so it's, we were, we didn't, <laughs> we didn't grow up like close. Close. Um, and that's something, but she also knows me really well too. I mean, She's like, she loves all the nerdy shit that everyone loves. Game of Thrones, Avengers. Oh, me too. Oh, yeah, I can't get into it. Yeah, y'all are nerds, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I can talk about that shit all day. Like, I'm like, all right, we got ice My eyes were just like, <laughs> <laughs> like, Game of Thrones. She loves all that. And like, and we're both nerds in a way, but she's, she's like, want to go to the movies with me? And I'm like, sure, we always go to the movies together. And I bought this girl that I was talking to. I was like, let me do some shit that I don't do. I was like, let me want to go to the movies. So I bought her to the movies with my sister and her husband. And her husband takes me to get popcorn. He's like, is that the new girlfriend? I was like, like, don't do that. (laughs) We don't talk about Alex talking to girls. We're going to crawl before we walk in. (laughs) Don't do that. Slow your roll. Slow your roll. (laughs) But it's it's never too late to, to fix or to improve or to build relationships and we just never had that like I was just always with my mom and she was always with her friends yeah like no one's allowed to hang out with their eight-year-old sister when they're 16 right and also if I had an eight-year-old sister when I was 16 I would hate her so I'm sure she hated me Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm sure she's like this little girl is so annoying and I was always crying and no one was nice yeah no one was nice to her no one was nice to me you guys are all mean to me you guys are all mean to me the world is mean to me (laughs) so I get it but now I'm trying and like she's probably the person who saw it all was her like my mom of course she was older and I thought I was getting so yeah. much past it but she's like this girl is sus <laughs> like she saw it all <laughs> like I saw it from the day you were born <laughs> she's like, I called it <laughs> she saw it all like I thought I was so slick we never are no I wonder no. all the things my mom actually caught was like I don't have time yeah <laughs> shit I didn't get away with shit I didn't. I thought I was getting away with stuff, and my mom beat my ass for everything. Yeah. I feel like my mom, because, like, she's very emotional, but her emotions are, like, extreme anger. So as she got older, she's like, I'm too tired. So when I thought I was getting away with shit, she's like, she's not killing herself. Like, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) What's your mom's sign? She's a cancer, so. Oh, my mom, too. Good luck. Both of my parents actually. Same. Damn. Both of my parents. Same. My dad is a cancer. My dad was a cancer. My mom's a cancer, and they made a Virgo. So imagine me. That's why no one was nice. Because I'm like, if you want to be nice to me, you have to show it in this way. <laughs> my dad's a June. My mom's a July. Same. My really? dad's June 26th. My mom's July. 5th. That's my dad's birthday. Damn, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's, my, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> that is literally my dad's birthday. My mom, she's July 17th. My mom's July 5th. That's crazy. If you would have said the 17th, I'd have been like, no, I'm big. Like, you sure? You right. know, you saying, Mom. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was growing up. I always thought he was a Gemini. So I was like, how did he put up with you? That's so crazy. I, I That's always crazy. thought he was a Gemini. I think um, I find that June cancers are, like, they're angry emotional, whereas, like, I find July is, like, they're more, like... They're very sensitive. Like, I find my mom to be very sensitive. A little bit more passive. Yeah. My mom and I, like, I don't think anyone in the world makes me cry. (laughs) Like, besides her. And the only reason more so is because she gets so upset. And it's not that I'm sad. I'm just frustrated. I'm like, why are you so mad? Or not even, why are you so sad? I'm like, 
this. I'm like, you have the best child. I was never pregnant. I never stole from you. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like and you just be tight. I'm like, why are you so tight? I'm like, girl, I'm fine. But she just feels everything so deeply. Yeah. Yes. So for me, it's like, damn, that's a power too. Because a lot of us won't allow ourselves to do that. Mm-hmm. And like, even if I text her, because my thing is controlled anxiety but the only person who I let know when I do feel anxious is her because she has always taught me to challenge my anxiety she's like how are you I'm like I'm feeling a little anxious and she's like you worry me I hate when you feel anxious like now I can't focus at work I'm like girl it's healthy anxiety oh, like, you're, you're <laughs> so more anxious cute. than me I'm like, I got eight texts <laughs> like, you got more anxiety than I do <laughs> <laughs> so cute. She's she's she's. <laughs> My mom she's like, girl, you be all right. Drink some tea. Drink you'll some be okay. Yo. Then I'll text him like I have cramps. Like I think I'm dying. Tea I got cures everything. Is like, that a big Jamaican thing? Yeah, it's sick. Big, I think tea, it's some tea and crackers. Yo. Because my I used to work at a, a juicy couture, and this girl that used to work with me, she's Jamaican, and she always used to tell me, "Drink some tea, it'll be okay." Yeah. And I'm like, "Yo, yo why are you always telling me to drink tea? I don't want to drink." That's how do you think you it's feel ninety when you're degrees like outside? With a stomach, and you feel like you're about to die, and they bring you a cup of tea. What is this hot water? <laughs> right, <laughs> leaves gonna do to me. Like drinking, you'll be okay. That's exactly what she used to say. Just get some tea and crackers. You need something to fill up your stomach. Mom, I'm hungry. Can you bring some food? Drink some tea. Yo, if I ever write a short story, it's gonna be a a book about like your worst nightmare, and it's called Tea. Seriously. (laughs) Where in Jamaica is your family from? Um, my mom is from I think St. Catharines. Really? I mean, my mom. My mom. I know, right? Loki. My mom, she's the only one in my family that was born here. Yeah. Um, but the rest of my family is from Jamaican. If they're all from St. Catharines, maybe we're cousins. That I know. So <laughs> right. Cool. That's my, that that my cousin. What's, your, like, what's your mom's maiden last name? Pearson. And your dad? Is he Jamaican? Too? No, he's Filipino. Oh, damn! <laughs> you mix mix. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like he's American now. He's as American as it gets. <laughs> no, my dad was born um, in Kingston. Oh, okay. And I always ask my mom, I'm like. She's so, like, like, we don't talk about, like, things about, like, love stuff. But I know it because I'm very analytical, so I know all her shit. But one day I was like, how did you, like, what made you want to come to America, like, marry dad? And she's like, love? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like that's it? Just those four that's letters? It. And she's like, yeah, love. And then I look at her wedding pictures and I'm like, that's someone who was, like, in love, love. And she's like, yeah, we met. Like, Moves to America. Your like, mom sounds like me. That's how I, I'm very nonchalant. I don't like to yeah. go into detail with stuff. It makes yeah, me Yeah, Angie was like, yeah, that's my boyfriend. <laughs> Seriously. What's his name? Brian. Brian. <laughs> I'll ask her if my stepdad's her best friend. She's like, no. I'm like, Yo, I'm like your yes, he me. is. I'm like, you're with him all the time. She's like, that's my husband. I'm like, what is happening? Then I'll say to Sydney, uh, that's my stepdad. I'm like, is that your best friend? He goes, she's mean. I'm like, I know. I'm like, I yeah, know. People do say you're mean. <laughs> like, Angie's mean. I'm like, that's what I'm saying. And she goes, I'm not mean. I'm like, Listen, I don't know. It I'm makes me very sense. uncomfortable to go into detail. Yeah, I I think it I just, used to I be think like when that. it comes when it comes to like my relationship, when it comes to other things, I'll go into detail. But when it comes to that, it makes me very uncomfortable going into details. Mm-hmm. I'm just so people like you're sneaky, and I'm just like no. So there's this I have a new like concept of dating because everyone always says that <laughs> when I I just love everyone that I love being in a room together. So if I'm talking to someone and I'm enjoying their time and I'm going to see my friends, I'm like wow. These are the two groups that I enjoy. Now, as an adult, I'm capable of combining two yeah. things. Before, I didn't like doing it. Yeah. But now I realize it's hard because I'm so confused with the things that I like. So my mm-hmm. friends can meet some and be like, yeah, like, where does she get hang out? Oh, I don't dare anymore. They're like, damn, Alex, you make us fall for someone. <laughs> We're like, yo, so cool. Can't wait to see them. And we always got to break up with them. Yeah. So I'm just like, I'm keeping certain things precious to me as I get older mm-hmm. and near and dear to my heart while I figure it out before, like, sharing all my things with the world. Yeah. It's like everything doesn't always need to be automatically shared. Absolutely. And like even though you don't speak on things, you don't talk about it, you don't share it, like you can still share an energy with someone that you don't need to share right away. Mm-hmm. So it's like make people miss out on things or make people earn your time and also like everyone isn't old like your relationships. 
Yeah. That's like my best friend Corey. I'm always telling him, like, you're my boyfriend. Because, like, if anyone's like, I'm, I'm going to hang out with Corey. No, you're not. Is he the <laughs> one he has kind of like a fro a little bit and he wears like really cool hats sometimes? Yeah. Okay, I have like vague, because I, well, I see you post him, but I vaguely remember him from the breathing space. Oh. Yeah, that's my boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's yeah. been to the breathing space a few times. Yeah. yeah. yeah we okay. I'm like, I remember I remember faces. Yeah. I'm like, very good at faces. I'm like, damn, that sucks. And you also he's know so Quincy. Nice. Huh? You also know Quincy. I know Quincy. Yeah, he's like my annoying brother. <laughs> I hope he hears that. I know him through like a friend of a friend. Yeah, he's he's a good guy. Yeah. All my friends have feelings. And like, <laughs> I think it's, it's I think that's because friends of the family you choose. Absolutely. And my family has feelings, but I wasn't allowed to like always show them. And I think that as I get older, I feel I've decided to fill in all the gaps that I needed growing up that I really wanted. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because in my relationships, people beg me to show more feelings. But I think it's easier to do it with my friends because it's easier to ensure that they'll always be here. Like they're with you to work on yourself. If you fuck right. up, they'll forgive you because mm-hmm. it's unconditional love. Yeah. Every relationship that you have isn't always going to be unconditional. They're just stepping stones. So for me, I'm not going to shred off the layers of me and be completely vulnerable if I don't know if you're about to be here tomorrow. Yeah, I feel like I'm very much similar to that. Yeah. Like, I'm more like, emotional. Like, guys, talk, you're talking about I'm hardcore. I'm like, well, shit, that sounds pretty fucking mean. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Like, my yeah. friends would be like, Alex has so much emotions. And I won't be like, she's very smart, she's fun, she's sweet, but it's she's like a fucking rock. Like, all right, can I just get a I little I think I more? always kind of got that from you. Yeah, the people said that. I was crying the other day, Chuck. Like, yeah, like, I know. You rock. said you were crying. I'm like, I feel like you don't cry. <laughs> no, nah, I have to have a lot of mezcal. <laughs> Same. <laughs> or rosé. Yeah. <laughs> like, walking through the world, you're not going to see them. I'm never going to be the person in the train station crying. No. That's such a Virgo treat. <laughs> My boyfriend's a Virgo. Oh, really? That's such a Virgo oh, treat. What's your sign? I'm Aquarius. Oh, that's... Aquarius are very independent. I'm like, can y'all need you me know. just a little? <laughs> <laughs> I have a, cute, a few Aquarius friends. But I'm very nonchalant. I don't really care about Yeah, that. but you're so different from them. I think you're more, yeah, I feel like you're closer to one of my friends than the other one. Like, yeah. Jess, Jess is an Aquarius that, and you're um, not like her at all. I find that February Aquariuses are very mean. I don't think I'm mean. They're very mean. I don't think I, I'm January. I'm not mean at all. Well, I mean, I can't be, but you like you have to really piss me off. I think for an, I mostly know like adults, like my aunts and like older women who are Aquarius. All the Aquarius that I know are women, except one, my best friend from high school. We went to prom together, and the only reason why is because he wasn't like he didn't overthink things. Yeah. He was super smart, very chill, very fucking mean. But like, <laughs> but it was like he was a realist. But I feel like with Aquarius women, they're real, but they're very like. They have their people, and then there's people in the world. And to their people, they're still kind of mean, but it's like real shit. Like, I love you, I'm giving. Like, I'm not dependent on you, but I want to make sure you're good. And the people in the world, it's like, y'all just live here. That sounds like me. That does. We're just sharing the space of the world. But, like, yeah, I don't that care sounds like y'all. me. <laughs> Oh my god, it's true. You yeah. are very like that. You're like, yeah. oh yeah, just everybody else. It's a yeah. unique sign because y'all world. can really like achieve a lot on your own. Yeah, and a lot of people can't do that. Like I, I, talk, I think of myself to be very independent until I'm home and I have anxiety because I'm like, oh nah, I need, I need physical touch. I need to hang out with a friend. I need conversation. All right, where are y'all at? <laughs> See, I'm not. I'm, I'm in. I'm in, I have highs and lows. Like I get to. I like. I love. I mean, like, like I've been with my boyfriend nine years, but like I. Ooh, that's weird. I love being by myself. Like yeah. I could sit in my fucking room all day by myself, not talk to anybody, just watch TV, and I'm good. Like that's like my happy place. Yeah, I feel that. For me, like, because me and my sister grew up so many years apart, I was always alone, mm. and I didn't have like other people to talk to because my mom was always working. So when I got older, I still kept those habits, and like I always, I still have those habits. Like yeah. even with partners, just like please, can I like help you? And the most that I ever really need is just like a conversation because sometimes I keep so much in and I'm by myself, I get freaked out. Mm-hmm. It's like, am I actually doing this right? Am I making the right decisions? Yeah. Or after I get off of work and like sometimes I just want to like sit and talk to someone. 
but it's tough because that's some selfish shit because when I don't want to and I want to be closed off, it's like, all right, I let you in last week, but like this week I don't really want to <laughs> Like, I know you need me, but I, I can't I do can. it. Not right yeah. now. Not today. Not today. It's like, I'm, I'm exhausted. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to open my mouth at all. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I have days like that and it's moody shit. Like, I'm a Gemini moon, so every time people are like, that's not cancer. Like, I'm like, I know my chart's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I, I am. I don't know. Like, this shit's fucked up. That's so funny. <laughs> I think that's me all the time. <laughs> I don't I don't find I don't find like I'm moody. I'm just I'm not someone that's like super talkative. Yeah. Like I go to the breathing space and I just <laughs> Yeah, I I, could, I would rather listen. I'm like or just talk to a person that I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some, and it's hard for me to fake interest. Like I can't fake the funk. I've never been able to my facial expressions. It's yeah. just like I hear you and I care about what you want to say and I'll always find understanding. That's Lindsay. Right. <laughs> I feel like that's you. Yeah, but it's so hard to pick the fun. It's like, I hear you. It's like, okay. Yeah, like, I would dead stare at you, like. <laughs> My best friend, I had to tell her one time. Like, that's nice. I'm like, you literally walk out of conversations that you don't want to be in. Like, she walks out of them. I'm like, you can't do oh that. God. And she's like, it's, it's hard for me. I can't fake it. Oh, no, you don't um, do that. No, yeah, I, I won't walk out. I just feel like out. you stop listening. What's, yeah. your, what's your sign? I'm a Pisces. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I can give it the same thing because oh. she's a Pisces. Uh. Y'all different. Everybody uh. says that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For a while, I kept. I used to say very mean things about Pisces because my intro to them was a very bad intro. All of Twitter says very Yo, mean things Pisces about Pisces. Pisces. Yeah, Pisces. Pisces 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 y'all charming though, but once you get to know you, I'm like, why are you like this? I'm like, you could be like this, but you choose to be like this. <laughs> that's, that's very true. Like, I'm very hard-headed and I'll stick to like one way. Yeah. And I won't budge. I yeah. won't budge unless like some shit goes down and we're like, all right, maybe I should reevaluate on how I'm acting. Yeah. But I hear Pisces and I literally start itching. Like people are like, are you triggered? <laughs> yes, triggered. My best friend's a Pisces, so I've been friends with They're her fun. since elementary. They're fun. <laughs> <laughs> Like she ain't going nowhere. <laughs> but they're a piece of work. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do find that I have, like, I think with, because I've been around, like, a lot of Pisces women, I don't find they're all the same, though. Like, I feel like there's one or two traits that they have that are the same, but. <laughs> I, I could read lips, by the way. <laughs> it's the one trait they have in common. No, I'm not going to lie there. Well, <laughs> See, and they, like, they know. They know. Like, and I, I that's know. true. I'm, I'm Low happy key. that as I get older, I meet more, like, mature Pisces who's like, I'm not all the way there, but I'm fun. I'm charming. <laughs> I'm into cool shit. You gonna get yeah. this crazy I'm though. Ruin your I life like a having little. fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm a nice person. I'm a nice person. There's light at the end of one of these tunnels. Yeah. You just gotta find the right one. <laughs> Follow the yellow brick Follow road. Right. <laughs> and don't get off the path. You see? It's great. I'm no better. Okay, so yeah. lastly, because I know you gotta get out of here. Yeah. We used to end our interviews um, just asking, like, what's the best advice that you've ever received from a woman? Stop. Because I literally was just <laughs> thinking about that. I we haven't like, done that in a while, and I feel like it's. So I literally didn't right communicate now. that. No. That was like no. some telepathic. I was literally like, we should really ask her, or we I'm should like, start we asking again. Yeah. What's the best advice you've received from a woman? That's why we're here. Brainwaves. Right. I like that. So partners. Um, <laughs> let me see. The best advice that I've ever received from a woman. Let's think about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard one. It is a it hard is. one. I'm good. I really want to think about it. I think that... I'm, I don't know if it's the best, but I think it's one that stuck with me recently. And it wasn't anything like Paramount or in this like mo- the most productive environment. I, we were actually like in a bathroom and pretty drunk, but <laughs> <laughs> we're the best conversations. The best conversations. <laughs> and she's been around me quite often for I would say the last three years of my life. Mm-hmm. And it's not like consistently, but like when we see each other, we're in an environment of people we trust. It's very intimate, and like I let my hair down. However, it was interesting hearing her. I was drunk just kind of talking about like a situation that I'm in. And I was kind of upset about how I was being perceived by someone that I was interested in and how I was like, how I reacted to her, a situation that we were in. And she's like, well, I will let you know that you're tough. 
And I'm like, you don't, Emma's in a bitch, you don't know me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, now you're just being mean. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you don't know me. We hang out sometimes. I'll talk to you. So I was like, I'm like, you don't know me. But I was, she kept going. I guess she saw my reaction. And she's like, no, but like, it's beautiful. Like, I think you're, you're a beautiful soul. I love being around you. I feed off your energy. There's so much energy, but you're tough. And you have to understand that if someone comes to you who's soft and wants more and you're tough, then maybe you have to like kind of let down that hard shell because it'll be harder to find someone to connect with. And for me, like I sat down and I evaluated like how I present myself in environments, intimate, whether it's an intimate environment, a public environment, two friends, one stranger, three strangers, one friend, coworkers, like how do I want to be perceived? And I think that changes as you get older. So by her just telling me, like, I have to evaluate the times where it's appropriate for me to take off that shell, I was like, damn, do I always have the shell on or do I have it off? Like, how are people perceiving me? Am I having meaningful interactions? And, like, I have a lot of meaningful interactions, and I think I leave a pretty good footprint with people that I meet, but sometimes the ones that are most important, especially people who are giving you their time, giving you, like, their bodies, giving you their vulnerability, it's like, how am I being perceived there? Because that's also a very important interaction. So I'm just more so being intentional with how I'm occupying spaces, how I'm presenting myself, and more so, like, is it necessary for me to always present myself as being that tough right and like do I even want that narrative anymore because I don't know I don't think that's really me like Mm -hmm. my best friend like she'll hear people say things and she laughs like no that's not her but like I get the difference between like you've known me since I was 15 yeah you know me Mm -hmm. right and like people who've met me a year ago they know me or they kind of just know what I give them so Mm -hmm. I have I this is like it's like the best game like I can kind of give you who who I want to give but like with her I can't give her shit she's like you can tell me whatever you want Alex like I know you yeah Mm -hmm. so I don't it's it's not that paramount I don't think it's something that like is going to for me like it's, it's going to change my life for the better, but it's not something that I can say, like, hey, like, apply this to work or apply this to life. Right. It's all subjective, but for me, like, it stuck with me. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's the best advice I've ever seen so far from a woman. That's, that's amazing. good. Yeah, that's amazing yeah, advice. Honestly, everybody's is different. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy because I've never thought about the question, even though we ask it all the time. I know. But I really love that advice because it also made you think and reflect on yourself. Yeah, yeah and I, that's hard. Like, self self-evaluation isn't something that we're always consciously doing we think we are mm-hmm. but are we really right and that was some that was the time where i stopped and i was just like well why am i like this here why am how am i like this here why yeah. am i like this here yeah it's like how do i want to be consistently and like what are you scared of like what prevents you from just being that person consistently right. mm-hmm. and it's tough like it's hard to be to let your hair down in every environment like that's a strong individual and for another woman to look me in the eye like a straight white woman at that it's like we come from two different walks of life and you were confident enough to tell me like this is how I perceive you sometimes and but I love you like it's so fueling being around you but I think that it could be hard for some people who want more from you Mm -hmm. and if you want more from someone then maybe you have to think about how you intentionally want to occupy spaces right it's like, do you want to always be perceived as hard or do you want people to only be able to interact with you in one certain way? Or only do you want only your friends to see that person, which is fine, but how will you ever grow with another individual? I'm like, mm. oh, all right, girl, calm down. <laughs> like, I get it. You got, you got words. You I think it's so words. interesting. It's like in the moment when someone's telling you about yourself, you're yeah. like, yo, you don't fucking know shit. Yeah. Right. You, don't you take know it shit. as a defense mechanism. Yeah. And like, but you go back when mm-hmm. you're by yourself and you're like, yo, she was right. Yeah. Also, I was drunk. So at first I'm like, yo, I'm like, but what else? <laughs> I'm like, really, you think that? I'm like, damn. And then it just just keeps coming down. Like, I'm not going to cry because I didn't have that much mascara. (laughs) I'll wait till I get home. (laughs) I also find that, like, when people say, oh, you know, like, I thought you were mean. It's like, almost like you, like, you maybe just couldn't handle, like... Yeah. yeah, like what I'm, what I'm like you. giving off. Cause like I like when I first, I never thought you were mean. Yeah, I've never got mean. I don't come off mean at all. I'm too like, I'm very nosy. So I'll always say something to someone if I if something piques my interest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, and I think in that aspect, like, she was speaking in the sense of me having a significant relationship with someone yeah. else. Mm-hmm. It's easy for me to make friends. It's easy for me to talk to strangers and like learn more about them. But I think what she's saying, it's probably hard for someone to get close to me in an intimate sense 
because you do come off very bold. So like, yes, you're bold, okay, I got it, you're confident, but like, how can you relate to me and someone who's openly vulnerable? Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, I have feelings. I'm still working on that. Yeah. yeah. I can be emotional, but like, on cue, yeah, no, it comes and goes. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm That's working so on that. You gotta be intentional. Absolutely, yeah. I think when I first um, met you was, was what, at, at the Straight to Feet? Oh yeah, yeah, I mean, I've seen you around like at breathing space, but when I I got my first impression of you wasn't was that you were bold, but also kind of like reserved a little bit. Yeah, Um, I I, I can see that. um, But now speaking to you, you're I can I can see the softness. Yeah, you know, I was an emotional kid. I was an (laughs) emotional fucking kid, like. Anything, if your voice got too high, tears, like, I couldn't even hold it back. My dad couldn't even say no. I was a very emotional kid, and my mom was always like, here she go crying again. He probably said something a little too high. (laughs) See, I was was like the opposite. I'm like, yo, who are you yelling at? And I think now I'm not as emotional because of how emotional I was when I was little. Yeah, I was so emotional. I mean, and I also, like, I was emotional. I was protective. My mom told me this story once. She's like, yeah, when you were in second grade, your teacher yelled at your best friend, and you hopped up on the desk and started screaming, saying, don't yell at her, don't yell at her. And I was crying as if she, like, was beating her. Like, She's like, I had to come get you because you wouldn't calm down. I'm like, well, why was she yelling at her? Like, there had to be more to the story. (laughs) But that's still in me, but it's like... As I got older, it's like a defense mechanism. Yeah. Like everyone doesn't deserve that. That loyalty, mm-hmm. the passion, the vulnerability. But parts of it can still be present. Yeah. And it's like I'm still trying to figure out when, how, if, what, where. Right. I don't think I didn't really cry as a kid. I'll definitely cry a lot more now, but you'll never see it. Yeah. Like I'm a, I'm a hold it down see? until no I'm by myself. No crying in the parks. No, no crying on the subway. No. <laughs> I will see hold it down. The train, you're just like, damn. Someone... It hit shit. Hit them hard. Yeah, yes, is... I've seen people cry on the subway. Like I women. cried once on the subway. And yeah. I was like, oh no, I cried once on the street, and there was a girl that stopped me, and she was like, are you okay? That's and she people was know. like, yeah. yeah, and she was like, let's get you a cab. Yeah. yeah. I love good people. She was Facts. like, let's get you a cab. For you to cry in public, yeah. it, you know, like, it's, it's something. Yeah. Because yeah. that's not like... Once. It was a pool. That's how you know I couldn't hold it. <laughs> and I was trying to hide it. And sniffling. Sniffling. Like, like, <laughs> then I'm getting mad. I'm like, yo, you really got me crying in a fucking cab. <laughs> <laughs> With all these strangers like, in here. Like, you got me crying in the cab. I'm never talking to you again. <laughs> 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 no, oh I will God. hold it down until I'm by myself, and then it's waterworks. Yeah, I feel that. Mm-hmm. You're really mm-hmm. Aquarius. <laughs> you will not yeah. see me cry. You will not see me sweat. You see, you see me mad. Yeah, totally. You ain't going to see me cry, yeah, though. Yeah, I can see you I don't more like, mad I don't than like, crying. Yeah, I'll be pissed off. I just don't want to talk, but mm-hmm. you're never going to see me cry. I'm not giving nobody that satisfaction. Yeah, and I'm not going to tell you how to be there for me. I remember one time, my ex-girlfriend, like, I was so mad. I don't remember what it was. It was probably nothing. I was just in the car, like quiet and not talking, just crying, like tearing, and she like didn't get it. So then we went out and she gave me a, cu- a hug and I just started like crying. She's like, so you just wanted a hug? <laughs> like, like, she's like, you couldn't, why wouldn't you just tell me you wanted a hug? I'm like, I didn't want a hug. She's like, you definitely wanted a hug. Right. I'm like, I did not want a hug. <laughs> I Mind you, still, still yeah. hugging her. Like, I yeah. did not want a hug. her tighter. Yeah, like, I didn't want a hug. I didn't want a hug. <laughs> but don't let go. <laughs> Oh, when somebody hugs you when you're trying to hold in tears, it's over. Oh, no, that, that's it's over. Yeah. It's over. That's why people are like, do you want to hug? Don't touch me. Don't look at me. Yeah. Don't touch me. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to keep it together. Or when you just no, like let out a tear and then someone's like, don't cry. I'm like, don't tell me to cry because yeah. I'm going to keep crying yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's interesting though because when I was um, like in my early 20s, ugh, I hate saying that. When I was in my early 20s, it was, I was friends with someone and she used to cry so much and it used to annoy the shit out of me. I'm like, I can see the annoyance in your face right now. <laughs> I'm just like, what? Like, you feel so many things and now you feel so many like, all the time. But now like me being older, I'm actually, it's very admirable meeting people who just feel things. Yeah. Because I feel things deeply, like I feel it to my core. But there are people who literally like, 
can't who carry like the world's pains like on their shoulder and feel things and I see it and I'm just like damn that's powerful like and there's parts of that that I want to exist in me more just so I can relate to people in certain ways because sometimes I I literally can't like I'm a very matter-of-fact person and it's just like I get it, but I, I, I don't see it. Like, I can't right. feel that. Yeah. And that's and that's sometimes to a fault. Like, it's just me being too logistical, and yeah. I want to understand feelings more. I want to feel things deeper. And for people who naturally can do that, I'm just like, yo, like, low-key 10 years ago, like, you, you, and, you and I would not be friends. I was mm-hmm. like, you got to stop fucking crying. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, now it's like, damn, it's you be feeling shit. Like, you yeah. understand yeah. the pains that a lot of people feel. And sometimes I don't. I think that's true. That's so funny you said that because I feel like that sometimes can be scary. Yeah, it's it is. Because I thought about this a while ago, and it's something that I'll just like never forget. Um, a friend of mine at the time, like her father passed, and I it, like I couldn't process those emotions. And she was like a friend of mine that was really really close to me and dear to my heart. And um, when she. I was there when she received the news that her father passed and how he passed and I could just and I just know that she was such a strong and funny and like I never seen her sad I've never seen her upset I've like barely seen her mad to see her break down like that it was very confusing and for me I was just like I couldn't process those emotions like I was there for her but I didn't know how to really be there for her mm-hmm. I don't do well with uh, and it with didn't crying I'd be like yeah it didn't hit me till two days later and I broke down at work oh emotional delays that's me all the time I was with someone for four years and when we stopped talking, like, I'm pretty sure I was fucked up, but I was just out here wilding, partying, hanging out, turning up. Probably, like, a year or two after I moved into an apartment, I always had people over, and I was just very confused. Like, I was either crying on the street or drunk and, like, just exhibiting emotions that were very strange to me. Yeah. So my best friend was recapping. She's like, I kind of hated that apartment. I'm like, why? She's like, I did not like you. You always had fucking parties. Every day was a party. Like, bitch, you have a job. And I was like, oh, yeah, I was going through some shit. She's like, yeah, it's weird that you're mourning your breakup two years later. And I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, that's weird, Alex. I'm like, damn, I was. But, like, sometimes we're growing in yeah. adults and individuals and, like, it's not always going to happen as it should. Mm-hmm. And, like, every, it's, like, for me, like, I'm 28 now. My dad passed away 20 years ago. And I just realized that every June I'm, like, the most moody person. And I don't know why. Like, I can't tell you. But every June, like, I'm in moods. But it's probably because there's always some shit. Like, mm-hmm. oh, Father's Day, Dad's birthday. Like, yeah. so many people yeah. not allowing me to, like, just enjoy those days on my own. I'm just tense. But I just mm-hmm. realized that, and I've been alive for 28 years. <laughs> so it's like, it, it happens. Like, we yeah. feel we're always figuring ourselves out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Thank, well, thank you so much for yeah. staying with Thanks us. I know. Me. Yes, this was amazing. Such I a know. great conversation. It was. Yeah. It was fun. I can't wait fun. to hear it. So why don't, before we go, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you on Instagram, if you want to share that. Yeah, um... Alex, you can find me at Instagram on Instagram, at Instagram, whatever. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Alejandro with three O's. Um, I talk a lot of shit on Twitter. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to share that because I talk a lot of shit yeah, on Twitter. Yeah, that's, that's it. <laughs> but if Keep you want to find it, yourself. you can find it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thank you so much, Alex, for coming in. Thanks for having me, guys. And it was, yeah, it was great. <laughs> thank you, guys. You just listened to another episode of Girls We Know in partnership with Listening Party. The creators of Family FM follow the crew on Instagram at Listening Party Presents and at Canal Street Market. Bye. See you next time.